Hi, I'm Melissa Cummins from The Haunted Right, a paranormal podcast dedicated to you and your experiences. I know what it's like to have something happen to you that's unexplainable, and how it feels to want to tell someone but you're concerned they may think you're crazy. Whether it's a disembodied voice, an apparition, or something you just can't explain, this is your place to share it. So come tune in with me every week while we discuss anything and everything that falls into our paranormal and supernatural world. Because ghosts are out there, and if you're not careful, they will get you. Hello, and welcome back to The Woods, a podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird, because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. Did I screw that up? No. Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> I felt like I did. I was second I mean, what if you myself. did, but I just didn't notice. The listeners will know. Yeah. So if we screwed up, uh, Add us send on us Twitter. an email. Oh, yeah, sure, that too. Um, I mean, whatever. Whatever you want. I don't care. Okay, so we're so sorry, listeners. We ghosted you for the last week. Uh, <laughs> two we just, weeks? Week? I don't know. No, it was week because two weeks ago we posted the live show audio. Yeah, last, not this Monday, last Monday we did. Yeah, so, so this two will come Mondays out on ago. Monday. So we missed a week again. Because we're assholes. Um, <laughs> we are so We also just right have now. a history of ghosting people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to my. I was never on Tinder. Anyway, I used to ghost people. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, truly. I don't mean to. I just did. Yeah. Um, we have had a crazy month. Yeah. Right now, we are live in my living room because I don't have any uh, chairs anymore because I sold them because I'm moving. Yes. Sandy's getting all ready to move. Sandy just graduated. Yes. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Because I don't think we've talked about that yet. No, we haven't. I cried the whole day and the day before. I was a mess. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know if, like, you've ever seen these articles or, like, read them, but there's tons of articles of why, like, especially in the U.S., I guess, why, um, like, Hispanic and Latino graduates tend to get way more emotional than those who aren't. And I kind of thought that I would be the exception for some reason. I don't know why, because I fit the criteria. My parents are immigrants. Yeah. I'm the first one to go to university, even though I was a mess. I went to pick up my cap and gown the day before, and I was crying. Like, I just went to pick up my gown. I was crying. <laughs> and then my mom was there, and then she thought I was crying because I was sad that I was finished school. Oh, my God. She's like, it's fine. You can go back if you want. And I was like, ew. That's not what I'm crying. <laughs> And then she thought it was funny that I was crying, and she went and told everyone. Oh, my God. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, and then the next day, again, I was a mess. I was just crying the whole day. It was so emotional. I feel ya. Um, well, I was really happy that I didn't have to get my degree mailed to me. They just gave it to me there. Yeah. Because in other places, they ha- you have to, or they mail it to you. Weird. They gave me mine on the stage. Yeah. Same. Which was nice. I got, um, so, like, the people that are graduating were, like, sociology students or, like, any, pretty much anything social service-wise mm-hmm. and, um, oh, what was another one? Environment sustainability or something? So, like, in the speech, I don't actually know who it was. I don't think it was the dean. He was someone important. I, maybe I should have paid more attention. <laughs> but he's like, you know, we need social services and environment sustainability more than we ever have. And I was like, ugh. Uh, and I was crying and then he shook my hand and he's like you go and change the world and I was like don't say these things to me (laughs) and then Angela asked what he say and I said oh he told me that I was gonna go change the world and she's like well he probably told everyone that so he probably didn't mean it and I was like thanks You can tell people, multiple people the same thing and still mean it. Like, come She's on. She's like, uh, he probably didn't mean it. Like, he told all 200 of you, so... And I was like, oh. That's the Scorpio talking. I know. Is she, I don't know if she will admit it or not, but... She'll never admit it. She hates it when I'm like, oh, it's because you're a Scorpio. But she, she knows that yeah. it's because she... She's dead on. Yeah, she is. Textbook definition, Scorpio. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been busy. Um, big thanks to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. Yeah, That was amazing. Uh, nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, uh, like so many people messaged me on like Twitter and I know stuff. I was like, whoa, wow. And undercover coven shouted you out. Yeah. Um, oh, they're like so nice. I remember they shouted me out on my birthday. Oh, hello guys. Mm-hmm. Hello from middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan. Yeah, pretty much. Eh? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like every day I always think about something that I'm like, oh, I should talk about this on the pod. And it's been, like, three weeks, so I can't remember everything. I feel like there's so many things I want to talk about, but then I'm like, I can't talk about all these things. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> well, exciting news for me. I... Oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I got I, uh, a job. Yes! <laughs> Like a actual full time, a full time teaching job. We're yeah, all so <laughs> excited for you. I'm just so excited. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm so full of so many different emotions. I'm trying to suppress them all. So yeah, you can tell the listeners. I mean, <laughs> you see, the good thing about this is if they don't care, they can just sh- like shut us off or fast forward. That's true. So, like, so, like, I don't know, they can just get up and walk out on you while you're talking to them. That's so true, hey? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's um, a few hours away. I won't tell you where because it's a very small community that somebody would easily be able to try to find yeah. me. <laughs> um, I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. Are you moving out there then? Yeah. It's too far to drive every day for sure. Um, but it is closer to my cabin, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Um. And it is a, uh, it's, it's elementary. It's an elementary gig. So, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I think I'm that'll sure, be fun, elementary. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will hear lots about my new little kidlets Yay. in the fall. And all next year. You should listen to the Kidlet podcast. Kidlet? Yeah, it's called Kidlet. Oh, I It's about it. children's literature. So oh. it's called Kidlet. Oh, yes. You should send that to me. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... Other pods, um, I dropped a bunch of reviews, so go Yay. check... <laughs> go check your iTunes. I know a few of you have gotten them. Um, yeah, I'm... I, I don't know what else to say. Well, I was at the grocery store and I said, wow, I should get Shazne a present for this momentous occasion. <laughs> Except I had this thought while I was in the checkout line. So. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a kinder surprise. <laughs> this is truly a surprise. Well, I was like, I need to get Shazne something. <laughs> then I was like, Skittles. And I'm like, then I, was, I was like panicking because I was next. I'm like, does she even like Skittles? And then I doubted myself, but then I looked over and I'm like, oh, it's princess-themed Kinder Egg. And it's Jasmine, and yeah. Aladdin came out, which Aladdin was amazing. So good. I I've been see listening got, to so crack it open. the soundtrack. Um, soundtrack, like, on our feet. Okay, let's see what I got for a toy. Oh, we should have, like, recorded it to put it on YouTube and oh. get tons of views, because kids <laughs> like seeing that, I guess. Yeah, it's Kinder <laughs> Surprise Review or whatever. Oh my god, this is so cute. Oh, is that Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. That's adorable. It's Sleeping Beauty and Prince Charming. I mean, that's kind of like false advertisement a little bit, but... <laughs> oh! <laughs> His name is Prince Charming. Oh no, I was talking about how Jasmine oh, is on this. Oh, because Jasmine on the front? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I used to have like a ton of the Disney Princess Kinder Surprise toys. I probably still have them somewhere. But yeah, it's really cute. I don't know what it's supposed to do. It kind of looks like they're supposed to dance, but... Oh, yeah. It says I'm supposed to spin it, but, uh... (laughs) They don't spin very well. Oh, this guy's, like, falling off. No one likes him anyway. And then... Oh, whoops. Uh... Oh, you can get a bunch of them. But... Like, I would prefer, I hope, like, you can interchange who goes on where. Because, you know what? Sometimes my OTP isn't of the, like, Sleeping Beauty and Prince Charming. I get it. You know, I mean, I don't actually have an example of one, but you be you, <laughs> boo. Wow, oh, this is so annoying. I can't. <laughs> it's supposed to work like a top, but I, it's yeah. just not. Whatever. <laughs> They're cute. You can put it on your bookshelf okay. or something. I have something for you, Sandy. You and for, for our listeners. <gasps> Finally. It took me long enough. Oh, my God. Yes! <laughs> Fuck 
Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just looking at my laptop. Whatever. I'll don't, find. Don't close it. <laughs> Stop the recording. <laughs> okay, I will find some place to put this yes. on my laptop. Oh so my god. We finally oh. have the woods stickers. So hit us up if you want one. Um, the first like couple I will send to you for absolutely free. So. Because I can actually afford to buy a stamp. <laughs> I can also afford to buy a stamp. So the first, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, if you want a The Woods sticker, um, I know Canadian Girl wants one. Oh, yeah. and She's, like, top on our list. Yeah. So is What's Blood Got to Do With It? I think they're second. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, just send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram and... Or email us. Whatever. We will send you a sticker. Or, like, I don't know. If you have me on Facebook, you can message me personally, but... Yeah. Let us know if you want one. Yeah, for sure. And we have mail. (gasps) We have fan mail again. Wait, again? I don't know. We've gotten things addressed to the woods. We have mail from Nothing Canada, and it comes with the dopest stamp ever for Sandy Stamp Collection. Oh my god, that is fucking dope. It's the same. It's haunted Canada. Oh my god. Okay, so I went to the post office a few years ago, and I said, "Hey, do you have any haunted Canada stamps?" And they said no. And I was like, "The fuck? You're the post office." Yeah. So maybe I'll try again next year. Anyways, fuck yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Isn't that sweet? That um, is amazing. So yeah, you can put that in your. I know you had a stamp collection going, right? Um, I'm jealous because I would have kept it for myself. Oh, but... sorry. I mean, you can <laughs> no, if you want. No, it's fine. Put it in your little collection. It's so cool, It'll though. Like it's one of my Saint top Louis... favorites. St. Louis Ghost Train, which is like a ghost story in Saskatchewan. Someday I will go out there and actually see see them, but... Oh my god, there's a sticker on the back of a yes, unicorn! it's a unicorn! Which is reference to our unicorn episode. Oh my episode. god! What, what was it called? Do you, how, how to Catch a Unicorn. Something like that, yeah. Where we got our own unicorn license. Yeah, that my mom packed away with all of my other things. But <laughs> when I get out to BC, I will buy a frame. <laughs> yeah. And put it on my wall. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't actually know where it is right um, now. I'm going to open this baby up. <sighs> so... I'm so excited. It's been sitting in my bag for, like, 24 hours because I just got it in the mail yesterday because I never checked my mail and I forgot that she was sending us stuff. So. I'm scared. I'm going to wreck the unicorn. I'm just going to go for the top. It won't wreck the stamp either. God, I'm so excited. It's like a big reveal. Oh my god! It says no hunting. Oh, oh, I thought it said no money, and I was like, well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not that I was expecting money. I just thought that was a funny thing. Um, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to decapitate this unicorn. What? Nothing, nothing letter. Should I read it? Yes. Ladies, what can I say? I just love that you're Canadian, and I'm so happy I stumbled across your podcast one day. Oh, thank you. It's been one of my best finds. Okay, you don't have to lie like that. (laughs) Thanks for all of your support, your friend Canadian girl. And I can't read the rest. Okay. I was about to, and then I was like... (gasps) It's top secret information. Oh my god, I feel like we've like reached level, I don't know, like a, a oh top god. level. We of are friendship. officially besties for oh life. Oh my god. Like maybe I'll make instead of going through Calgary to get to BC, I'll make you and go through uh the place that Canadian girls from I don't really want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I gotta go see my friend, and then he'll say, No, we gotta go, and then I'll say, uh no. But look what else she gave us. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, she's the best person ever. Check it out. Oh my god! Oh fuck. <laughs> I need to smash my new phone. These are so It's okay, cool. it's okay. Oh my god! Oh wow, these are beautiful. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! I'm like, I'm so emotional. I've been so emotional these past few I weeks. Know. Okay, but now I don't even know if I want to put this on my laptop because one day I'm going to have to get rid of it. Just, like, glue it to your face. <laughs> Let's tattoo it. 
Honestly, I would. <laughs> Honestly, this logo is so cool. Yeah, I would tattoo this somewhere on my body. <laughs> I know. I love her logo. It's so pretty. Yes, that is so cool. Thank you yeah. so much, Let's Canadian put a poll girl. on Instagram. How many of you want to see us tattoo Canadian Girls logo somewhere on our body? <laughs> yeah. If um, if we get 10,000 Patreon supporters. We don't even have a Patreon. Exactly. <laughs> but when we do, if, if we, we ever do. If we get 1 million downloads. We will, I will do this. Get a tattoo of Canadian Girls logo. Okay, but this is not even a bad thing to get tattooed. Like I know. Like just it's like awesome. just the girl. Yeah. I would even get Canadian girl. I'm a Canadian girl. I mean, I guess I don't know. I feel yeah. like <laughs> I feel like I'm I have an identity. You should get I, Mexican girl. I have too many identity <laughs> crises to get Canadian North American girl. girl. I guess. <laughs> just girl. I'm girl, just a girl. Just girl. Yeah, I know. Her logo is so cute. Yeah, I think I actually said that to someone at work. I think I just said, I'm just a girl because they were mad at me about something. <laughs> I'm just a girl, man. I'm like, I'm just a girl who works here. I'm sorry. But you're not just a girl. You are a woman. Oh, thank you. You are a powerful human being. Oh, that's so nice. Oh my god, this is so cool though. Oh my god. I know. God, my laptop's gonna look so cool. I mean, I already have like a bunch of stickers on it, but I'll make them. Okay. Yeah, I'm If not, I'll just put them so somewhere excited. else. Oh, I could put them on Ian's fridge. He has tons of stickers on it. Anyway, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I just want to like here? glue it to my face. So maybe I will just get a tattoo of it. On your face? Sure, why not? Okay, this toy doesn't even work, man. I know. It's false <laughs> advertisement. Not only is it not Jasmine, it, it doesn't even work like a top. They don't even fit together. Oh, I think I got it. <laughs> yeah, they can break dance, but they sure as hell can't <laughs> break spin. Dance. Who cares about, like, spinning when you can break dance? Nope. Um, oh, I don't care about Princess Charmin, but Aurora is kind of cute. Look at her. Yeah. Prince Charmin's whatever. He's just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> just a lame dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yes, and I don't know, I love our the wood stickers. They are so, like, they came out so well. Dylan, do you want one? Dylan. Let us know. Email us. Okay, well, I'm gonna eat some chocolate while you tell me a good old story. <laughs> just bringing the microphone close to my face so I can Ooh. tell you a spooky tale. Actually, I don't know if this is spooky. Anyway, so two weeks ago, when we were supposed to record and have an episode for you last week, we decided, someone decided, I don't know. It could have been Loki. It could have been my ghost. It could have been Chasne. I don't actually remember. One of us decided to talk about aliens. Mm-hmm. And specifically alien abductions. However, I felt like all of the podcasts I was listening to, which are all great, were talking about alien abductions. And I just felt like I couldn't... I mean, I didn't really try, but I felt like maybe... I didn't end up doing alien abductions. Oh, cool. Me neither. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just feel like all of the, like all of them are, mm-hmm. have been done by now. So how can I keep it in the same... How can you keep it fresh and exciting? Sure, but in the same aesthetic as aliens. And then somehow I remembered that crop circles are a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to be t- telling you about. And I titled this this document, Let's Talk About Crop Circles. Mm-hmm. So, a crop circle is a strange pattern made by flattening a crop. These patterns tend to appear mysteriously and during the night in crop fields. Crop circles have caused intrigued panic and even delight, as some people like to come up with theories as to what creates these mysterious patterns. So crop circles are actually more common in the UK, but they have spread over a dozen countries around the world. Um, crop circles are are said to not be a new thing. They have been studied for decades. However, no one really knows who or what is creating these circles or patterns or whatever. So for those of you who have never seen a crop circle, you may wonder, what does a crop circle look like? Well, for the most part, 
the patterns are made up of circles, hence the name, a crop circle. Very rarely do you see other shapes. However, some crop circles do have curved lines and even straight lines on occasions. However, a circle is the easiest pattern to create. So people like who make these crop circles, like as hoaxes, like it's easier for them to make a circle than like a triangle. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Crop circles mostly appear at night and then are often spotted the next morning. Uh, They're usually spotted by some farmer going about his day, minding his own business, and then, boom, he sees a crop circle in his farm. Uh, Some people claim that there are no reasons for aliens to be creating these at night. However, hoaxers who want to go out and prank people, like, this is the perfect time for them to go do that because it's nighttime, like, no one's really going to be around. However, crop circles are most likely to appear after full moons. Uh, Crop circles have also been very camera shy, so there aren't many videos of them being made unless it's from a hoaxer or something. Yeah. Uh, And they usually appear in fields, excuse me, that are easily accessible to the public. Because of this, patterns are typically noticed fairly quickly. So supposedly, crop circles have been reported for centuries. If you research them online in blogs or books, uh, most if not all claim that crop circles have been around forever. They claim that this they claim this as a fact because a piece of evidence is on a woodcut from 1678. The woodcut shows a field of oaks or oat stalks laid out in a circle. Some people claim that this is the first eyewitness account of a crop circle, but some historical research shows that that is actually false. The woodcut is actually depicting a legend called the mowing devil. Mm-hmm. So this legend says that an English farmer told a worker with whom he had beef with that he would rather pay the devil himself to cut the oat field rather than to pay the worker the fee he wanted. Imagine getting wrecked so hard. I'd rather pay Lucifer himself than you. So so this woodcut shows Satan cutting the oat fields. So it kind of goes or comes from that legend, but some people are adamant like, no, this is evidence of a crop circle i don't know is satan making the crop circle then i don't know uh however other people claim that the first crop circle appeared in australia in 1966 a farmer was minding his own business as they usually do when suddenly he saw a flying saucer rise up from a swampy area and fly away Mm -hmm. he went to investigate and found a circular area of debris and flattened grass he assumed naturally that it was aliens he believed that the alien spacecraft had been made or had made these circles. However, police investigators said that it wasn't aliens, but probably caused by a dust devil or a water spout. Okay. At the time, the newspapers didn't refer to this as a crop circle, but as a flying saucer nest. Yeah. Today, the story is seen more as a UFO story than a crop circle story. Other theories for this have included fairies and diseases. <laughs> Take your pick. I like fairies personally. Yeah, I think fairies definitely. So it wasn't until nineteen until until oh my god, I'm like stumbling over everything today. I'm just anxious or not anxious, antsy. Because mm-hmm. we're going out. Did you just stick your tongue out at Loki? He looked at me. Gave me the stank eye, so I stuck my tongue out at him. Loki, go to sleep. <laughs> you can try me, you're talking about me. <laughs> It wasn't until the 1970s when crop circles began appearing in the English countryside. Since then, the number of crop circles and the intricacy in their designs have increased. The number of circles peaked around the 1980s. Then, in July of 1996, uh, shout out to us, because we were born that year. (laughs) The world's most famous and most complex circle appeared in England across from Stonehenge. So, they ended up naming this crop circle Julia Set. Interesting. Stonehenge, <laughs> uh, eh? Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Stonehenge? Stonehenge. What? Not you. Did I say that right? No. Yes. It's nothing to do with that. Are you, t- are you talking about Stonehenge? Yeah! Oh, I kind of figured. <laughs> okay, now I just had, for some reason, I'm like, oh, Easter Island heads. I don't know why. Can Anyways. you stop it? What are you talking about? Easter Island? Yes! Oh my god! 
Sorry. You're spoiling. I mean, everyone forget I said that. <laughs> uh, so before this crop circle named Julia Set was made, people assumed that these crop circles were results of natural phenomena or strange weather. However, there's no way that this crop circle could have been made by the wind or a storm. Intelligent life would have had to create something so intricate. Of course, then that raises the question, was the intelligence that created the circle from this planet or not? Mm-hmm. Not only was the design obviously not made because of a natural phenomenon, but it is said that the circle appeared in less than one hour. And unlike other crop circles which have said to happen at night, this one was claimed to have been made in the day. If this is true, it would be impossible for people making crop circles as hoaxes to pull off. No human can create something like this in less than an hour. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you feel about it, it was revealed that this crop circle was actually made by humans. Three humans, to be in fact, and it took them three hours, and they did it very, very early in the morning. So yeah. sorry. Um, however, don't let the fact that this crop circle was fake bring you down, though. People have other theories and explanations for other crop circles. There's tons! Some people will look at the design itself and try to study it and see if it means anything <laughs> to anyone, I guess. Or maybe the designs are messages from aliens. You know, you never know. And then in 1980s, there was a theory that the circles were <laughs> accidentally produced by <laughs> by some very sexually active hedgehogs. Oh, what? <laughs> so it was like, it was in a magazine. They're like, oh, like these sexually active hedgehogs are causing these crop circles. Um, as long as they're being safe. That's all we ask. Wrap it up. For these hedgehogs. And for you guys. Yes. This has turned into a a sex ed podcast. I'd be down. Anyways, other people suggest that the circles were created by wind patterns or could be scientifically explained by the Earth's energy field. Other people, of course, claim that it is neither horny hedgehogs or science, but aliens. A biologist named Horace Drew even claims that it could be time travel. So perhaps time travelers of the future came back to this time, leaving these circles as a way to help navigate the planet. Um, I don't really know what that means, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah, here's a big sign, guys. This one means turn left. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Horace also believes that these designs are messages, and he claims to have decoded crop circle signals. So some designs say things like, Believe. There is good out there. Beware the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. And we oppose deception. So pretty woke aliens um, and or time travelers. I, well, however... I like the idea of it. It's just a giant stop sign. Or a sign that says dead end. Don't come here. <laughs> uh, however... These messages may be a little odd for aliens to be giving to humans. Why do humans want us to believe or remind us that there is good out there or warn us about the bearer of false gifts and their broken promises and something about them opposing deception? I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Um, uh, So, making these circles, Mm -hmm. and if they are how we picture them, high tech high-tech, practical, and super good at engineering, why would they be leaving us super cryptic messages? Yeah. Like, they, they, like, the way that society, I guess, or, I don't know, the world, I don't know, has, like, shaped aliens to be, they seem to be, like, emotionless, practical beings, so why would they be, like, beware the bearer of false gifts? So. Maybe they think that we're, like, gods or yeah, what if, oh my god, what if it's almost like, you know, middle school where there's that cool kid over there and you're all like, oh, they're so cool, I wish I could be them, or I wish I could be friends with them, and then that cool kid's also actually thinking the same thing about you, and they're like, oh, that, that girl over there, she's so sweet, like, I wish I could be friends with her, and like, <laughs> whoops, and um, that's just the same thing that's going on here is we're just like middle schoolers who just want to be friends, but we don't know it. 
Oh, honestly, I thought you were going to go a completely different route. Like, I was imagining, like, emo aliens. Oh. I was thinking, okay, so as I was packing, (laughs) I found one of the journals that we used to both write in. Oh my god. In high school. Which one? What did it look like? It was white and it had a bunch of black S's scattered around it. Oh my god, yeah? And some of the angsty shit we wrote in it. I would love to read that. It's somewhere, I'm sorry. Okay, well when you go to BC, you gotta send me I'll just like unpack everything to find it. Now. (laughs) (laughs) So... I was like, oh, like, it was ultimate cringe. We were so angsty and so edgy. So when you said, oh, maybe it's, like, high school, I was thinking, oh, alien, like, kind of like how we would write these things that we thought were mysterious and edgy and cool in a journal. Aliens are writing that on Earth. That's why they're telling us to beware the bearer of false gifts. Yeah, they're just so Because they edgy. think that's super oh edgy. God. They're probably... You know what they are? The aliens that are coming to Earth are these rebellious middle school aliens. Edgy middle school aliens. Yes. And the Earth is like their ger- journal. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, let's sneak out tonight. We'll go take mom and dad's giant aircraft and let's go to Earth. And like do some graffiti on their like crop oh fields. This is a nice empty space. Let's tell them to believe in themselves. Yeah, because uh, positivity. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember we wrote, like, something like, oh, don't look into this journal. Like, it's full of randomness, like our minds or something. And oh I was like, god. oh my god. Ew, puke. <laughs> uh, gross. Could you imagine, though, if we said that to our, like, 15-year-old selves, if we seen them write that and we looked at them and we're like, ew, gross, puke, what would we have thought? I feel like we would have cried, or I, 15-year-old me would have cried. I would be like, yeah, you're probably right, man. I would have cried. I would have been ew, in gross. denial. I would have been like, you don't know anything. Yeah. But You don't I- understand me. No one gets me, not even my future self. That would have been us, <laughs> or me at least. So, yeah. yeah, I was thinking emo aliens, but, um, I don't know. Oh. Aliens who want to be friends works, too, I guess. Yeah. Do you have more story? No, that's it. Oh! I told you mine was short. Okay, that's fine, because Megan's coming soon, so I'm going to fly through mine. Oh, yeah. I have to give her my Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I figured that, um, we had a lot to talk about at the beginning today, so I was like, yeah, I'll just keep mine short. Short and sweet. So... I, oh, here, you can have the second half of my kinder Oh my god, that's so nice. Yes. I am a nice person. You are. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to talk about um, things that people believe that the aliens did on Earth, you know, in the past. So, like, a good example that I'm not covering because it's pretty cliche is the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Pyramids. Okay. So, ancient astronauts, or ancient aliens, refers to the pseudoscientific idea that intelligent extraterrestrials being... extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and made contact with humans in antiquity and prehistoric times. It is suggested that these visits are what inspired the development of modern cultures, technologies, and religions. Deities from most religions are believed to be from extraterrestrial in origin, and the advanced technologies that these aliens brought with them were seen as a divine status by our early ancestors. Uh, apparently, supposedly, you know. Yeah. Supposedly. It's pseudoscience, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so the first place we're going to go to is the Saxuhuamen. I'm not going to be able to pronounce any of these because these are all, all like either in a different language or who knows. But anyway, so Saksuhuamen. So outside the old Inca capital of Cusco, a fortress called Saksu... Yes. (laughs) Cusco. Cusco's poison? (laughs) The poison to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. Yes. That should be our hint for this week. Which is funny because I talk about lovers later. But anyway. Cusco, a fortress called Saksuhuamen. Rest in the Peruvian and 
Peruvian Andes. Built from enormous stones that have been chiseled and stacked together like a jigsaw puzzle, some say Sacsayhuaman could be the work of an ancient civilization that had a little help from interterrestrial friends. In, oh, I didn't. I totally said that wrong. I mixed extraterrestrial and interstellar together. Why did I do that? Gruel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I meant to say help from inter interstellar friends. You know, people from not here. <laughs> <laughs> the 1,000-year-old interlocking fortress walls are made of rocks that weigh as much as 360 tons each and which were carried more than 20 miles before being lifted and fit into place with laser-like precision. So, yeah, pretty crazy. It's like a puzzle. An impossible puzzle. Interesting. How an ancient culture accomplished such a feat of engineering is a fun little problem to solve. Turns out that the Inca were as adept to building houses and fortified complexes as they were at watching the sky and keeping calendars. In fact, Sacsayhuaman isn't the only example of this intricate masonry. Similar walls exist throughout the Inca Empire, including one in Cusco where a 12-angled stone has been carefully wedged into place. So they were like mathematicians they were smart as people which actually that seems like a, such a running um similarity in the mesoamericas mm -hmm. yeah but they were actually like super smart and really good into at math astronomy and astronomy yeah um a lot relate. of i'm not good at any of those things <laughs> me neither but uh i seen i kind of read through this article that talked about like how um, lots of these alien assumptions about, like, ancient Earth mm -hmm. are kind of rooted in, like, racism. Because it's, like, assuming that these other cultures couldn't do things that we could do now. Interesting. You know, I'm always, like, I feel like it's the thing that makes me annoying. But also, I just got a degree in sociology, so I <laughs> tend to actually have to do that. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I usually try to unpack things when it comes to, like, racism and, like, the patriarchy really unpack. But that is one thing I never, ever thought about. Yeah. That's super interesting, though. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, no, it is interesting because it makes sense, though. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Ugh, everything is rooted in racism. Ugh. Oh, totally. I know, like, in one of my education classes, um, we were looking at, uh, like, um a tiny little village somewhere on some island that you know doesn't have any access to like western world and how they educate their kids and stuff and how like their kind of day daily lives work and things mm -hmm. like that and like we had to discuss like is this any worse or better than our education system here but like reality is that that's what works for them. That's what yeah. they need in their culture. If you took them out of their families and put them in a like a westernized school and taught them like addition and how to use similes in a sentence, and then you sent them back home to their village, yeah, it's, it's going to be work. useless. They're not going to have any skills that they need to survive in their world. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, totally. Everything's yeah. rooted in racism. You know, I'm this thing my coworker said. But she's like, oh, I hate when racists talk. And I was like, <laughs> mood. <laughs> yeah. Or so I hate when racist people talk, or something like that. But I would kept thinking about that the rest of the day. I'm like, yeah. Like, what a simple way to put it. Okay, so more recently, archaeologists have uncovered traces of the rope and lever, 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 lever system. Pull the lever, crunk. Yes. Um, the Inca used to transport stones from their quarries to their cities, a system that relied on strength and ingenuity rather than alien architects. So the Incas were capable human beings. Yeah. Okay, man, they could build their own walls. They don't need extraterrestrial friends. Like, I remember even being a kid and watching History Channel and then be like, it's obviously aliens. I'm like, no, it's obviously not. These people were just super cool and super... I just hate that when yeah. they have to resort to aliens. Yeah, like, they always said that the pyramids were built by aliens, but no, actually, the, they just had a whole lot of slaves doing their yeah. work. Don't condone it, but that's no. what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. 
They were on a whole other plane of existence. <laughs> okay, so the Nazca Lines. On a high and dry plateau some 200 miles southeast of Lima, more than 800 long, straight white lines are etched into the Peruvian desert, seemingly at random. Joining them are 300 geometric shapes and 70 figures of animals, including a spider, monkey, and hummingbird. I'm sure you've seen the hummingbird before. That big, giant... If you've seen a picture, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, the longest of the lines run straight as an arrow for miles. The biggest shapes stretch nearly 1,200 feet across and are best viewed from the air. Scientists suspect that Nazca drawings are as many as two millennia old, and because of their age, size, visibility from above, and mysterious nature, the lines are often cited as one of the best examples of alien handiwork on Earth. Otherwise, how would an ancient culture have been able to make such a huge design in the desert without being able to fly? And why? Well, it turns out it's rather easy to understand how. Called geoglyphs, these ign- Enigmatic designs are made by removing the top rust-colored layer of the rocks and exposing the brighter white sand underneath, and the why is a bit tougher to comprehend. First studied in the early 1900s, the designs were initially suspected to be aligned with constellations or solstices, but more recent work suggests the Nazca lines point to ceremonial or ritual sites related to water and fertility. And in addition to being visible from the air, the shapes can be seen from surrounding foothills. So, again, they were just smart-ass people who wanted to make some dope drawings for their, like, gods and shit. Yeah. Okay? Kids do it at church all the time. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) They do it all the time. No, just just to clarify, I'm not saying aliens don't exist. Like... Yeah, we're not saying that. We're just saying Aliens stop, exist. Stop they do. like, um, what's the word? Not, not, no, not. Devaluing? I don't know. Um. Anyway, like, you're taking. taking credit away from. Yeah, like, you're yeah. not even giving these people the recognition that recognition. they deserve. Recognition, yes. Okay. So, uh, on to Stonehenge. Uh huh. A huge circle of stone, some weighing as much as 50 tons, sits in an English countryside outside Salisbury. Known as Stonehenge, the Neolithic monument inspired Swiss author Eric van von Daniken to suggest it was a model of the solar system that also functioned as an alien landing pad. After all, how else could those massive stones have ended up hundreds of miles from their home quarry? No one knows what exactly the meaning of Stonehenge is, but as with all the other sites in his, this collection, the explanation is not aliens. Instead, scientists have demonstrated it's actually possible to build such a thing using technologies that would have been around 5,000 years ago when the earliest structures at the site were built. And now it appears as though the stones are aligned with solstices and eclipses, suggesting the Stonehenge builders were at least keeping an eye on the heavens, even if they didn't come from above. Yeah, so lots of this stuff points to, like, mapping out the sky, which is really interesting, too. Oh, my God, they're so smart. Like, astronomy. Yeah. Even they were, like, interested in what was out there. Imagine how pumped they would be to know that we've actually been able to travel. They'd be super pumped. Yeah. Okay, um, this one is actually in Mexico, Ooh. and I can't say it. Uh, the Tio Tio Tehuacan. Can I say the first? Uh, Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. You don't pronounce the H. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. See, I need to see it. Teotihuacan. 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 I think it's the other. Whatever Sandy said, meaning the city of gods, is a sprawling ancient city in Mexico that's best known for its pyramidal temples and astronom- astronom- astronomical alignments. Astronomical? Built- astronomical alignments. <laughs> built more than 2,000 years ago. Uh, these things, I don't want to say the word again. Their age, size, and complexity can make it seem otherworldly, but it's very much the work of humans. Scientists suspect that over centuries, a mix of cultures, including Maya, Zapotec, and Mextec, built the city that could house more than 100,000 people, 
with its murals, tools, transportation system, and evidence of advanced agricultural practices, that place is often considered much more technologically developed than should have been possible in pre-Aztec Mexico. By far the most well-known of that thing's buildings... (laughs) The city, the city's buildings, is the massive Pyramid of the Sun, one of the largest such constructions in the Western Hemisphere. The pyramid's curious alignment is believed to be based on calendrical cycles. Yeah. Do you know of that place at all? I don't think so. I've... Whoops. I've never... Hmm. No, I've never, like, heard about it. Mm -hmm. Though, I have been to the Mayan ruins, Mm -hmm. and... It is very, oh, it's very mysterious, I guess you could say. It's like, these people were very smart, and so were, like, the other tribes around there. Like, I haven't been to the Aztec ruins, but that's my next go-to. Yeah. Um, I went to the Circular Pyramids. Mm-hmm. I forget where exactly that is. I don't know the, how to say the word. Com- much it is i don't know <laughs> do you there's a g and a chi where where was it like was this when you were in jalisco yeah okay so it's around that area yeah okay i just can't remember the yeah i, I can't visualize the word but um yeah it's super like they're round pyramids mm-hmm. they're pretty small but they're still round <laughs> which is like yeah it's neat um okay so but there's like pyramids and shit all over mexico it's insane yeah, I know. It's, it's neat. Um, not even to, like, mention the ancient cities they fucking built. Like, I Mexico know. City. Fucking cities, yeah. Like, they built it on top of a lake. I know. It worked at the time. Yeah, it worked at the time. <laughs> but now there's pollution and yeah. way too many people. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sinking a bit. <laughs> Still would go there for that yeah. Day of the Dead Parade, though. Oh, yeah. Or, like, any day. Yeah. Okay, Easter Island. The enigma surrounding the Maui Easter Island's fleet of large stone figures pretty much follow the same narratives as the other sites described here. How in the world did the Rapa Nui make these figures more than 1,000 years ago, and how did the Maui end up on Easter Island? Carved from stone, the nearly 900 human figures are sprinkled along the flanks of the island's extinct volcanoes. The figures average 13 feet tall and weigh 14 tons and appear to have been chiseled from soft volcanic tuff found in the Ranoraraku Quarry. (laughs) In various states of construction, with some completed figures awaiting transportation to their intended resting place. I had no idea there was over 900 human figures. Like those like kind of, things. I always assumed there was a lot, so... I mean, I never put a number on it. I'm just like, it's an island full of Squidward houses. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought, I like, because when you see a picture of it, there's, there's like a few in the picture. But I didn't mm-hmm. know there's 900 of them. The reasons for carving the Maui are mysterious, though they were likely sculpted for religious or ritual reasons. It's not... It's also not exactly clear what happened to the stone craft in Rapa Nui, but a leading theory suggests their civilization succumbed to an environmental disaster of their own making, which is something that probably could have been prevented had ancient aliens bestowed their infinite wisdom upon the culture. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. That's annoying. But also, shout out to Gabby, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so aliens, though we totally went off track from alien abductions, but I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just PSA. Mm-hmm. Don't be racist. <laughs> yeah. Also, crop circles happened in Saskatchewan because we are literally just a giant flat land of grain fields. We just have so much room for aliens to leave their angsty messages. Totally. These... Aliens wearing black eyeliner with like that, like side swoop. Oh yeah, for sure. And fingerless studded belts. Oh yeah. And wallets with chains. But this is like the classic emo, like two thousands emo. Like Mm -hmm. not like. Is there like what's emo now? Just being edgy and. But what's like considered like an emo type style? Um, going to thrift shops. 
Okay, I need to go on a rant about that. <laughs> because, okay, thrifting has become mainstream. Therefore, yeah, the sure. prices have gone up. Which is like, nah. But also, okay, I'm gonna, like, all of you who made fun of me in middle school, fuck all of you who are going out thrifting because you think it's cool and made fun of me when I had to do it because my parents didn't have money to go to fucking Hollister. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Anyways, rant over. No, totally fair. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Also, I think it's kind of unfair that prices have gone up because there's actual people, like, who can't afford to not shop at, like, places that aren't thrift stores. Yeah. I agree. That's why I'm not big on donating to, like, Salvation Army. Oh, they I don't just, like, donate at Salvation Army. Yeah, they just try to sell it. And I'm not exactly sure where the money goes. I would rather donate directly to either someone who needs clothes or, like, to a shelter yeah, that accepts clothes. I, I mean, I have, like, my other issues with Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't donate there. Um, I drop stuff off at Value Village, but that's just because I need it out of my house. Yeah. I don't, but yeah, I'd prefer to, like, down, or not download, like, <laughs> donate to a place that needs it. Well, you can donate it to the food bank. Yeah. So, that's nice. I'd rather get, just give it directly to someone rather than a store taking it and trying to resell it. Yeah. Like, no. I'll just give it to somebody who needs it. I'm not using it anymore. I got my money's worth out of it. Yeah. It's not worth anything anymore. Uh, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, I just, um, thrifting. You guys were assholes to me. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Don't be an asshole. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, it's so cool. Oh, God. It's <laughs> how I'm still... Uh, but then again, middle school was miserable. I think I think my feelings are valid. Yes. I think so. Thank you. Thank you for validating uh. me. Oh, look, he looks so cozy. He does. In that huge bed, he looks like a jelly bean. Oh, my little jelly bean. Oh, I love you. Rookie, say goodbye. Woof, woof. All right, well, thanks for listening. Um, If you want a sticker, DM us. We will shoot you a sticker. Did she mean to say yo? Probably. Oh. So let's close out the pod. (sighs) Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for listening. We love you. We're so sorry. We are the worst. Where can they find us? Uh, Instagram at the Woods Podcast. Tweet us on Twitter at Woods Podcast. Email us thewoodspodcast at gmail.com. Huge shout out to Jason Shaw for our wonderful opening, Running Waters. Thank you so much. Don't forget to DM us. If no one DMs us and asks for a sticker, we're going to be pissed. Yeah, pretty much. And we'll see you next time. Bye.